guys. Um, today I'm all by myself, but I wanted to do, it's Ellie by the way, and you're listening to Basic True Crimes because my sister and I are pretty basic when it comes to our true crime and how we get our information, like which is through ID Network. And usually we just make fun of ID shows. But I wanted to talk about a case that's really close to home, and we are from Nebraska, and I know we're trying—we're not trying to triangulate where we live, but um, there's been a case called about um, a young lady. Her name was Cindy Sydney Loof, and she was from Lincoln, and she went missing in 2017. About. It was November, I believe, of 2017. And there was a huge thing. She was 24 years old, beautiful girl, blonde hair, just gorgeous. And she met a young lady on Tinder. And she was going by the name of Jenna. But that was not her name. Her name was actually Bailey Boswell. Bailey Boswell had a boyfriend, but she said it was more of a uh, sugar baby, sugar daddy kind of relationship. And also, if you're in this and you're listening to this with kids in the car or kids around around you, I do swear a lot and I also am going to talk about stuff that is not good for children to listen to. So, if it's about kids, I would, or kids around, I would um, not listen to it. So, listener discretion is advised. Um, where were we? Okay, so, Bailey Boswell said that her and Aubrey Trail, her boyfriend, were more of a sugar daddy, sugar baby kind of thing. Well, they basically catfished um, Sydney, and Sydney went on this date with Bailey Boswell and they drove around smoked pot then Sydney went home and then the next night she sent out uh, Sydney sent out a snapchat to some friends and said she was excited for her date again with Bailey um Sydney went missing shortly um that day and there was a huge, and Nebraska is pretty big news, especially if you were around the Lincoln area, because we don't really have a lot of, like, missing people, especially white people, sorry, but we, but we don't, and that's just the, that's just our white privilege, um, Which is unfortunate, because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of other ethnicities that go missing, but there are not nearly as reported on as much. But, anyway. Sydney's body was found a couple weeks later, dismembered, in a whole other county, which is about two hours away from Lincoln. And away from Wilbur, where Bailey Boswell and Aubrey Trail were living um and that's a whole different county too from Lincoln 
And Wilbur's a good jaunt from Lincoln, I would say. I mean, like, everywhere you go in Nebraska, if you don't live in Lincoln or live in Omaha, all the other little small towns around, they're about a good half hour, hour drive away. Um, so, uh, when, during the time of finding her body and Sydney being missing, Aubrey Trail and Bailey Boswell got on Facebook and said, I basically professed their innocence. They, they knew Sydney, but they dropped her off at a friend's house and they didn't see her since. Um, they're in antiquities and they wanted to see if she wanted to be a part of their business. Um, they were driving to different states, looking at different antiques and selling them. And basically swore at the camera and told everybody how messed up it was that everybody thought that they had something to do with Sydney missing. Wasn't really messed up because uh, she was missing. Um, so Bailey Boswell and Aubrey Trail ended up being arrested because they found some evidence around the apartment they were staying in and other places too that suggested they probably did have something to do with Sydney's murder. And they triangulated cell phones and all sorts of stuff to kind of see that. I can't remember exactly how they got arrested, but I believe it was because they were being looked at for fraud on some of the antiques that they were selling or had been sold. Um, and Sydney's family really made sure the story didn't die and didn't, and that there was justice for Sydney. So, I, these two people, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but I honestly believe that narcissistic personality disorder is a thing. And I believe that these two, especially at Mr. Trail, had his own issues with that because he had this very grandiose presence and really talked about himself very highly when he kind of looks like to me that um that weird uncle at all of your barbecues that everybody's like hey stay away from uncle jim over there he's a little he's a little not all right in the head if you know what i mean and I don't know if Bailey was like his number one or what have you, but they did have other girls staying with them in this kind of um, sugar baby, sugar daddy kind of thing. And throughout um, Bailey and Aubrey's trials, they've been, they, there's been witnesses that talk about 
them being involved in witchcraft and saying that Aubrey was a vampire. Um, it was kind of like a little cult. Or they said it was kind of like a little cult. They called it a coven. Um, one of the witnesses in Bailey's trial said that they wanted her to kill somebody. And that witness stated that she was into it at first. And then she had a panic attack and decided that she wasn't, didn't want to kill somebody. Which, good, good on her. Um... And during these trials, Aubrey, what was last year, the summer 2019, he walked into the court, and his was his court ended up being in Saline County, where Wilbur is, and he walked into the courtroom one day and somehow got a knife and shouted, I curse you all, Bailey is innocent, and then she and then cut his own neck. I'm not going to say he uh, slit his own neck because this the wounds ended up being pretty superficial according to reports on his uh, antics, I guess is the right word for it. I, I don't know. I don't. This guy, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he preyed on young girls. That was basically his M.O. These girls were not much older than 26, a lot of them, and a lot of the witnesses were, like, in their early, early 20s, if not late teens, and it was just very sad, and he's, I want to say that he was in his 50s, so, to me, that's gross. I mean, if you, that's how you fall in love with somebody cool. If that's a, if that's a consenting relationship between the two of you, cool. It is what it is. But I honestly think that he was just trying to prey on these young girls because he would give them money and buy them clothes and let them get their nails done and pay for that and all this other stuff. I don't know where he got all of his money from. Apparently it was from this antiquities business he had and Bailey had, but and I, I, there was a lot of stealing also involved of these antiques. So, or they would make them up and say who were antiques. I don't know. I don't know how fraud works with antiques. So, Aubrey was convicted of first degree murder. And in Nebraska... That's a death penalty case. Um, we're one of the only states that still has a death penalty that's on the table. A couple years ago, some a guy was put to death in, I believe it was in Omaha. And he was a taxi driver that killed a couple people. I can't remember his name. But we still have the lethal injection option. And that's kind of where we're at with Aubrey's case he was but he was again he was convicted of first degree murder and now they're looking at whether or not he should get the death penalty and that and the death penalty depends on a couple of judges deciding and one of the judges would have been the one that was in his whole trial but um there 
they were saying that that judge was biased, basically, Aubrey's lawyers, and um, we're trying to get her not to be a part of this panel of judges that figured out if he was going to be on the death penalty or, or going to have the death penalty or not. I need to look into that again. I believe since when since COVID happened that we that that was kind of put on hold. Um, along with Bailey Boswell's trial was she was supposed to go this past summer, but due to COVID, couldn't happen, which is fine. But we did have the last couple weeks that she had her trial. A lot of witnesses claimed the same thing with the with the coven and the witches and the vampires and all this other stuff. So that's cool. And which it wasn't, honestly. And then I feel like in a lot of these cases we forget about the victim, which is really sad. Cause this girl was 24 years old, Sydney. She she just had a lot of things going for her in life. She was working on her mental health, which was brought up quite a bit in both Aubrey and Bailey's cases, and the fact that Sydney smoked pot and stuff. And you guys. Having a mental health disorder does not make you into a victim or you should not be looked at like you are less than because you have a mental health issue. And that kind of annoyed me a lot because it sounded like they were just trying to pick apart this this victim that was tortured and dismembered and... Her family is not, is never going to be able to see their child again. And they're picking apart that she has depression issues and that she has, and that she smoked pot. It didn't sound like any of those things interfered with her work. Yeah. And she worked at Menards. Um, it sounded like she had pretty solid relationships outside of this as well. So it doesn't sound like something that should have been picked apart. I feel like she had depression, but they murdered her, you guys. And she smoked pot. Cool. But these people still dismembered her and put her body in a bunch of different places. And the last I heard, they couldn't. It was in 16 different pieces. Her body was in 16 different pieces. That's ridiculous. And they still can't find one of the pieces of her body. My, my rant and rave right now basically is just because somebody has depression issues or any mental health issues, really, why are they being judged on that? And everybody else is kind of like, but these two people, are we not going to try to diagnose them and kind of see what their mental health issues were? And we talk a little bit about Bailey smoking pot, but not really. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very annoying to me when people do that. Anyways, so back to Bailey's trial that's been going on. Um, today, the jury 
was given their instructions this morning to this convict Bailey or not to convict Bailey um, a first degree murder because first degree murder has to have well at least in Nebraska pretty sure most of the country but I could be wrong um, first degree murder has to have a plan you have to say I'm going to kill this person this is what I'm going to do to kill this person these are the things I'm going to need to kill this person and then you kill the person exactly how you wanted to and basically Aubrey really bought a whole list of things to kill Sydney and also to clean up which there was a lot of bleach involved um three and a half hours after the jury was dismissed today they convicted Bailey of first degree murder which is fantastic honestly both her and Aubrey in my opinion deserve the first degree murder charge um I know that due to COVID Bailey and Sydney's family were in a different annexed building to watch the trial over television and um the only people that were really allowed in the courtroom were, were the jury and the judge and the lawyers and the defendant and people to be there for Bailey. Some people might think it's unfair that Bailey was convicted. I feel it wasn't. She, I feel like she deserved it. A lot of people, her lawyer, um, believe that Bailey didn't um, deserve this because they think that Bailey was a victim too due to doing things that Aubrey told her to do. But I feel like today's celebration. I really want to remember Sydney. I never met her. Um, it is, it's just very sad. It's very sad to see a very young life taken. It's, to me, it's always been very sad to see any young life taken or any life really at all, but it feels different because it's so close to home and kind of where we grew up. Cause like things like that don't always happen here and the last time we had a really big case like this was probably Charles Starkweather, which if you guys want to look that up and Google it, I don't have a ton of, like, I kind of know what happened, but not enough to do a whole podcast story off of. I know there's some good ID shows, and one of them is A Crime to Remember that talks a lot about Charles Starkweather and his murderous rampage through Nebraska so yeah I I'm really happy that both Aubrey and Bailey are going to be just well 
some people don't believe in the death penalty or not. It's kind of their whole prerogative, and that's fine. But I honestly, I'm glad that they both were charged with first-degree murder. I just couldn't be any better than that, honestly. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the Wednesday afternoon. Um, I know we don't record as often as we should. I'm, I'm probably going to be ending up doing it by myself. I'm also going to start my own podcast. And that's going to... Basically, I'm going to be poking fun at my um, disability that I have, which is multiple sclerosis. And if you know anybody with MS or a disability like multiple sclerosis or chronic illness, um, feel free to check that out. When I do start it, I'll let everybody know. Um, Yeah, I just had to hop on and share that good news with the whole world. You all have a great day. I will catch you all later.